This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right, Logic, Sincere. Let's do what we got to do. My man Sincere put up a Steph stat. He said that in game one, Steph was, I don't know, crazy from the from the floor that first half. Six for six. Let's call it six for six first. I don't know. I, I don't remember the stat. I know he had 21 like in the first eight, quarter. Something like that. Um, and then he came out one for seven in the, in the, in the second half. And that brings me to an interesting argument because this man has been to, I think, six finals now. This is his sixth mm-hmm. NBA final. And he doesn't have one finals MVP. And he's the greatest shooter. I think we all can agree that he's the greatest shooter this this NBA has ever seen. Uh, he's changed the game in ways where Jordan Poole took a three from the other from the half court last night. And we said, that's that's Steph ball. Like Steph wanted some yeah. of that. He was like, wait, you taking my shit, you know? Hey, who was the first person that gave him a high five? Steph. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, he was like, come here, little bro. <laughs> Glad I could inspire you. Exactly. But, but but that that gives me to another point. Like Steph has been looked over so much that, uh, you know, I, I think there was a, somebody was saying uh, Andre Iguodala got uh, finals MVP one year. For yeah, for holding, holding LeBron to under thirty. That's for no, he, under thirty. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And Steph still averaged, I think, twenty eight, twenty nine. That series. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Honestly, that 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 is the one baffling, um, Finals MVP choice that he, you know, that he did not win. Okay. Um, right, so, I mean, because granted, yeah, Eagle Dollar was playing, you know, defense on LeBron. That's cool. Get right. It. But you still got to put up points. And he's standing almost 30 points per game. He did. He did. I, I, honestly, I think that I think that time period was a it was that was a LeBron driven NBA finals award. Mm. Because it was like, okay, well, we kind of want to give it to LeBron because I mean he averaged Danny almost a triple double, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, we was like, okay, lost. well, they lost, so yeah. it's like, okay, who who can we give it to on the winning side? Well, Steph averaged 29, but his 29 was quote unquote a quiet 29. Yeah. You know, Clay was, you know, at his apex at that time where he was like around 24, 25 a game. You know what I'm saying? But because Iguodala stood out because he was on LeBron 85% of the time and, you know, forced LeBron to do stuff that was uncharacteristic, turn over here or, you know, uh, charging foul here. It's like, okay, well, he played good defense on him. Okay, let's give it to Iguodala. The fuck? <laughs> I was I look when I saw when when he had the thing at the podium and I seen Andre Iguodala's name I said okay this is bullshit you know what I'm saying but that's due to Steph at that time did not have the popularity he does now true if true. Steph had the popularity that he had now there's no way in hell Andre Iguodala would have won MVP okay I'm sorry. All right. He he is the he's the front runner in this series right now. He's averaging thirty one point five, uh, Steph. 
So logic, logic, talk to me because, because this is a big conversation because the only, only time Steph is underperformed is the 2015, 2016 season uh, where, where LeBron would win that, where Draymond would get kicked out. He, he, he averaged 22 points for that, for that final series. He didn't show up for his team uh, in that elimination game uh, against uh, LeBron who would win. Um, Shoot, none of them showed up for that. (laughs) <laughs> Logic, talk to me about how weird it is that in, in six finals, uh, Steph Curry has come up with no MVPs at all. It's not that weird to me. I don't see it as weird. Oh, He's wow. a one-dimensional player. The one-dimensional player is very difficult when you're uh, – Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a very good dimension. Like, his dimension is by far a great dimension. But it's only one dimension. So you say yeah. he can't drive and, the basketball? I'm saying that there's an offensive edge to it, but there's no defensive edge to it. There's no equality. Uh, like, that's why other people uh, end up uh, getting defensive looks that he can't get. Because, A, you're, you know, a smaller guy to begin with. And then, B, anytime that we're talking about anything versus LeBron, it's got to be what's going up against LeBron. And it ain't never going to be coming. Like, you're never going up against that. Not actually. The LeBron, like, you're on the court on one side and he's on the other side. But, so how like, does – like, does... But you're not even going against each other. Like, it's not even a talent thing. It's just that this dude does this on a basketball court. And you just do that. And so we have to find what's stopping this dude from doing what he's doing. And that just happens to be Iguodala or, or I mean, it was a year where it was uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, like, but those guys make sense. Like, but explain, Leonard, explain Kevin, like Kevin Durant. Then explain Kevin Durant because he's a one-dimensional player to me. He's not a defensive player. Nah, that version, that version on the Golden State Warriors. Nah, that, I, I think you're underestimating the rim protection and the rebounding and some other things that he was doing. He was, he was as good as I've ever seen him with Golden State because he was just free to play how he wanted to play. Like he had no actual responsibility. Yeah, he played all the ball. Anybody like, saying anything, he just did whatever he wanted to. You, just, you know what I mean? Like, that was the Ray Lewis moment where you just in the middle of the field doing whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm pretty, like I'm pretty me, sure he does I, whatever he wants to do yeah. now. I don't see that same energy as a net. I, I, I don't, don't think so. It. And there's different levels to it. It's different levels. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. I, I think there's a different level of responsibility in Brooklyn. There's mm-hmm. a different target on his back for that because the way he chose that and the way that, you know, the fans and organizations felt about the whole Golden State thing in the first place. And then the fact that he was coming off a, you know, pretty catastrophic injury, if we be honest. And you know I'm saying like, it's just a lot of different things. You're not getting the same things from Brooklyn that you was getting when he was in Golden State. You know what I'm saying like, you're not getting the same things. It's, it's not a knock to him. He's still, you know, he's a walking bucket. So like, that's always going to be there. But in terms of the other things, the rebound and the, the ability to protect the rim to some degree. If I can get a block or two out of you every game, like that's an awesome thing to add, you know, on the back end of the points and everything else. And that's what you saw in Golden State. But just to, you know, speak about Steph, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest Steph fan. I respect the dude. Like I really do. I respect. I don't necessarily like what his prominence has done to the game of basketball because it's just not exciting to me to watch. But he definitely changed the game. And I think he might have been the smallest player ever to, like, change the entire game of basketball. <laughs> like, I, I can't think of anybody smaller than him that changed I mean, the entire game at, of basketball. I think, I think he's bigger than AI. Right. And AI did change the game of basketball. AI 
did what you were supposed to do at a level that people didn't know you could do at that right. size. But it wasn't like he wasn't doing something you saw somebody else do. Like, it, it wasn't like, you know, put shots up and go into the bucket and all. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like he was doing something that was foreign. He was just doing it at a size where people thought it was humanly impossible. Right. With, with, with Steph, it's, you know, shooting from half court three or four times a game and hitting 50% of them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then causing a whole world of people doing that. Like, now that's the game. Like, now that's how you play basketball. Now, you know, now being a point guard in the league has very little to do with playing defense or passing the ball to anybody else. It's got a lot more to do with how far you can shoot the ball. Like, that's how we're doing it now. And, you know, hats off to him. You know, shout out to him. He's doing his thing. But when it comes down to, you know, these type of situations and, and, and stuff like that, even now, yeah, as you would say that Steph is like the front runner for, you know, whatever. Like, we would have to see how the rest of the series goes. And we would have to see, like, how – Golden State's defense, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I could still see it going another way. Like, I could still see it going another way because there's so many things that Steph doesn't have to do. Like, you just don't have to do a whole lot of things. So, we, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to just give you the finals MVP based on the one thing that you do very well while everybody else is, like, doing all these other things. But that's just what I think. I, I could be wrong. Okay. All right. I, and and I and I want to make it like I'm I'm shitting on Steph, but there is a there is a. I mean, bar. you can shit on him if you want to. I no, don't, no, 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 because there, there's no reason for that. Like, the the NBA has done enough of that. I don't need to do that. Like yeah. he's undersized. You know, he's he's a small guy. They never thought he would even when, be to what when. he is this day to this day. Right? Okay, he did it. Good for him. He's light skin. He got it. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure that that the the folks understand what I'm talking about with Steph because he's changed. Okay, he's changed since he hit that record. He hit that record. Uh, he beat Reggie Miller's three point record or something back yeah. this season. Yeah. He hasn't been the same Steph. There, there, there was certain no, things you could all rely that on. All that shooting is difficult, man. It's it not is. easy. People <laughs> think that shit is easy. No. It's not mm-hmm. easy. Takes work. It's the reason he broke that record. And it's a reason why the record stood the way it stood. And it's a reason why it took Reggie 20 years to get the record. And it took Steph, what, 11 years to break it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he was doubling up on the attempts. Like, he was just doubling Reggie's attempts. And Reggie was a shooting motherfucker. And you just doubled up on that. Like, Ray Allen had the crown for like a day and a half. That was a shooting motherfucker in the second yeah. half of his career. You tripled up on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this shooting, is it, it's not as easy as people think it is, I think. And so, you know, as you get older and you know, the ability to get these shots off and to continue to shoot and run and shoot and run and shoot and run and running in circles and shooting and shooting, I don't think that's a forever thing. And that's, and that's what I want to bring to the table. Right. The fact that we automatically without thinking about it, thought that a good three-point shooter meant you shoot Steph Curry's percentage, which is before Reggie Miller's record, 40-some percent. 40, it was 45.7. <laughs> that is a ridiculously good three-point percentage that actually that's nobody good, that's, in that's, the yeah, NBA man. holds except for Steph Curry. That's, that's a good two-point percentage. <laughs> right? So, exactly. so when he drops down to 38.5%, which 
he came into these playoffs with, everybody's like, oh, Steph's lost it. He's 38. Which is still above. I mean, if we're being honest, it's still above the norm. Like the normal number is somewhere around 34%. So it's still above the norm. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's still better than most. Exactly. But for Steph. his best. For Steph, going into these playoffs, they were like, hey, you know, he's lost something. There's something going wrong with Steph. At 38.5%, are you serious? Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. As many three-pointers as I've seen LeBron make, you know what I'm saying? Like, ridiculous threes. People in his face fading out of bounds. He had that one where he copied Steph Curry, and he turned around after he shot it, and he made that. LeBron James is a 33% career three-point shooter. Yeah, and he didn't get prolific until he got to Miami. Like, that was never really in his arsenal until he got to Miami. That was never really the thing he relied on. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah. but for some I reason, we're that. hard on Steph. That's I it. But I don't – not to, not to, like, go on and on about this, but yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. It's – this Chris Paul thing is this oh, stuff conversation we're having here. It's the Kevin Durant thing. Yeah. There's gotta be some medium between discussing the actual ability of discussing the game and going hard on somebody like saying that there's something that you're not doing well or something that you've done better previously. It's not going hard on you. It's just being honest. I don't, I don't understand why people feel so inconvenient by pointing out the obvious things like you're doing right now. You're not saying anything negative about it. There's nothing negative to say. But the reality that you are not the shooter you used to be, that's not a right. negative thing. That's a realistic thing. That's just what that is. And yeah, I feel like so many people feel uncomfortable saying it. They feel so uncomfortable saying that because, it's, oh, you're going on him. You just have to automatically say he's the greatest shooter of all time. That's not the discussion. That's not the point that, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the discussion that you're really having we know he's mm-hmm. the greatest shooter of all time okay we're saying right now he's not shooting as well as he used to shoot because that shit probably just ain't as easy as it used to be and that shit is i don't smart. think that's going hard <laughs> it happens to everybody and this is the first person who came in the way niggas go out mm-hmm. let's use vince carter for example who's number shit. six and number seven all-time three-pointers made right who didn't get prolific in making three-pointers until he was what on his third team until he lost his ability to put his fucking to do elbow in things. his rim. Yeah. To do other things. And once right. and that's called the student of the game. That's called yeah. a veteran yeah. basketball player. That's a veteran athlete who said, if I want to continue to participate and get these checks, I'm going to have to, you know, go into the bag and, 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 and do some other things. Prolific on, you know, tighten up some team defense. You know what I mean? Like some other Facts. things. Like, you know, get into the game of basketball. My athleticism got me to where it got me to, but now that it's gone, I got to really develop in the game of basketball. And that's one of the most athletic people that we've ever seen play this game ever. Mm. On the reverse side is Steph, who came out shooting like a motherfucking flamethrower. So with that stuff, <laughs> like, what's the other side of that? Is he going to start dunking on niggas or something? No. No, because that wasn't never what it was. He came out with the flamethrower. Right. He came out like that. He came yeah. He came in the game like a lot of niggas go. Think about his father. At You know, towards the end of his career when he was in Charlotte, his father couldn't dribble, couldn't pass. He could stand in the corner and shoot. Mm. That was it. Yeah. That was it. He had lost a lot of movement. He had lost a lot of athleticism. You know what I mean? At that level. Like, I'm sure he dunked on me. But 
at that level, at the highest level of NBA ball. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, it's just a lot that go with that. So when we're looking at Steph and adjusting for what's going on now, I don't think it's hate. I think it's reality. Man. Like, how long did you think? I think what you said was accurate. People just thought this was going to be a forever thing because exactly. three-pointers are just exactly. so much easier than mm-hmm. – and what I'm saying is not these three-pointers. I think normal people three-pointers is probably okay. I get that. Most guys go into the three-point <laughs> thing because they can't do the other thing. This dude been doing the three-point thing three times as much as everybody that's ever done it for the beginning. So when that stops, what's the other thing? I, and and, that's, and that's, that's a bigger point. So, Sincere. I'm going to ask you, because these are not just regular three-pointers. Remember back in the 90s, you set up a three-point shot. You set up, you see Steve Kerr in the finals with the with the Bulls, and Michael Jordan passes him the final ball. He's wide the fuck open. He didn't make his own three-point shot, and I think that's what people are missing. Steph is what? making his own separation in that three-point shot and does it quite well. And so, that shit is tiring. It, that is some tiring <laughs> shit. That's why I said, dude, that's what I'm saying. You got to look at how they run their offense. It's movement all day. Like, there's no Reggie Miller, I, Antonio Daniels, or, or, or Antonio Davis set some mean-ass pick, and he just come around and just fire the joint. No, this dude is, it's like a maze running. <laughs> we even in through no. traffic. He crossing. Like, dude, he, he's crossing niggas up to the side. Hit him with hit him with a hezzy and then doing a step back two feet the other way. <laughs> that may put him next to the Chase Center logo. Like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, what Steph saying. has been doing in the league, what Steph has been doing in the league is what JJ Reddick used to do in college. Ooh. Remember hey, JJ hey, Reddick? Hey, hey, why hey, why you why you hey, hey, bro? Hey bro. <laughs> come on, man. You you can't have to pull that one. But you know what? I, oh, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I've seen JJ Reddick do a lot of stuff, and I, the I didn't idea do, of just you, ain't, you ain't had to bring him. Consistent and continuous <laughs> movement and circles and running and running and circles and I touch the ball real quick and just it's up in the air and it's you know what I mean like that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. It is. It is. I, it's a lot. So that's that's a lot of energy that you're using at. 34 years of age. Like, I think he's 34. In your yeah, six yeah. finals, in your six finals appearance. In yeah. your six finals appearance. Is this, is With, this within the, eight years? Is this within the finals years. where we're going to see Steph Curry be MVP? That's, oh, he, that's what he, oh, he, oh, he going he to get it. He, he going to get, get it this year? I don't know. There's no, I don't know. There, honestly, for, for me personally, yeah. Yeah. there's no other star power on his team that will be able to take it from. Mm. The only yeah, I, way I, the only way that would happen if say Andrew Wiggins or mm-hmm. Clay Thompson averaged 35 for like the rest of the series. Yeah, he he is the he is the top man in in, in Golden State as far as uh points per game right now. He's the top he's the top, top scorer. scorer. He's yeah. He's not the top man. But, but, he's been but the he has been, been getting rebounds this series, too. I yeah, mean, he's, I, mean he's I, I need to look further in the numbers. I'm not trying to yeah. take away from him. What I'm saying is right. he's been the top scorer on that team for years yeah. and didn't get it. Yeah. The year that Andre Iguodala got it, it wasn't because he wasn't the top scorer. He was no, the top scorer that year. The top scorer, yeah. I, I told, I told you that was, that, that was a LeBron, 
effect. If, 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 <laughs> put it this way, if Steph Curry was guarding yeah. LeBron yeah. and averaged only 19, 21 points, Steph Curry would have won. Wow. That was a LeBron effect right there. Because mm. Andre, Andre Iguodala played defense, but he averaged what? 12, maybe 15 points? Mm. He was only out there for the defense. That's all he did. I, I tried to use Kawhi Leonard as an example as well. That's he it. Come out here specifically to defend this nigga. That's it. What a fifteen that's points. It. That's, and that's that, all you got to do. That, and that was un. That like that was like yeah we we didn't expect that from him. You mm. know what I'm saying? So by him giving him extra 12, 15 points, it was like okay, well we we didn't think he was gonna do that. You know, Steph. Yeah, we was expecting him to pull 29, 30. Uh, okay. Right. Right. The idea is what is Steph doing to stop LeBron? And we're just using LeBron as the proxy for that. But what is Steph doing to stop LeBron? Okay, what is Steph doing I'll, I'll, to I'll stop Jason that's Tatum? That's the only way that's the only thing he can What do. is he doing to stop Jason Tatum? If they lose, if Boston loses and it, it's like a convincing beat down on Jason Tatum and a beat down on Jalen Brown, you know what I'm saying? Like the idea that this dude scored a whole bunch of points. It, you know, yeah, it's part of it, Brown, but it might not be all of it. They don't have they don't have LeBron star power like that. <laughs> That's right. They don't have that. They want power. Jason Tatum too. They want Jason. Yeah, Tatum. but he, once again, he's not he consistent either. Has, yeah. has he had a back to back game? Because consistent back to back no. game yet of no. Jason Tatum? Oh no, no. So, and that's been through the whole playoffs. So, him having an off night every other game or so, that's not surprising. Damn. That's why I said, if Boston were to win, my MVP is Jalen Brown. He's been the most consistent of the two. Right. And I understand why you say that. I think we all know that if Boston wins, it's going to be Jason Taylor. I would get, like personally, but that's due to popularity. Like that's where I would That's where I would go with it. I would that, say that's, that's I don't a popularity know what they put in that nigga Fruit Loop. I don't know what they put in Alfred for Fruit Loops. They need to drug test that nigga or something. I don't know what's going on with him. But the resurgence of him has been like the most amazing thing in these playoffs that I've seen thus far. Yeah, you can't but again, I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think it's a lot of ways to look at it. I mean, Marcus Smart definitely would have some say in that. Like, there's definitely a, a, a avenue of approach for you to say that none of this would happen if Marcus Smart did not play there. Listen, they would not be in the finals at all if Marcus Smart didn't play there. I, Period. And that's just straight look, up. On, 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 on the Steph Curry thing, and I want to wrap this up. Okay. I just want y'all to uh-huh. think about this real quick. 2017 and 2018 are Kevin Durant's MVPs. Okay? Uh-huh. In the finals. Now, Kevin Durant during the 2017 averaged 25.1 points per game. In 2018, he averaged 26 points per game. In 2017, Steph Curry averaged 27.5 points per game. And then in the 2018 finals, he averaged 30.5. He still did not win 
Finals MVP. He averaged more I points. I think you're missing what I'm saying, seasons. brother. But, but I'm, 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 I think I'm, you're I'm, missing I'm, what I'm, I'm saying, saying, brother. I think I'm you're missing what I'm trying to say, brother. All right, is you're ahead. taking one part of it. You're taking the points. You're saying the points should determine who the MVP is. And that's, mm-hmm. I see why you would say that. But if you're going to read the 2017 and 2018 numbers for Kevin Durant as points, let's look at the rebounds. Let's look at the steals. Let's look at the blocks. Let's look at the rest of the game because I'm sure those measurables are completely different. I'm sure they're completely different, especially that version of Kevin Durant. I'm and, sure they're and, not even close. And he had the I'm big sure stats. Yes, he did. So he, he was he was averaging he, he was also averaging fifty percent field goal percentage. He was he was he, Which is he was at fifty three and fifty one percent. Which is easy money sniper. <laughs> and then two Which blocks, two blocks a game, two blocks a game. He was giving it. Okay, and, uh, so two blocks a game. The two, yeah, I keep yeah. trying to explain this. I hope it's making sense. Two blocks a game from a dude that's giving you twenty-five plus points at fifty percent. That's amazing, motherfucking basketball. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's not crazy. doing that. That's and that's not Steph's fault. That's not me. And that's very, that's, 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 that's not good. That's that's a different thing. That's that's, that's unconscious. That's a that's a different thing. You hit fifty percent of your shot. Yeah. Twenty five points, and you're defending the rim, and you're defending the rim. That means that not only are you just the best, you know, or let's say second best scorer <laughs> on this team, but you're also the, the rim defense. You know what I mean? Like right. you're doing multiple things, not just right. one thing very very well. You're right. doing multiple things. The most valuable player to me, it's not the person that scores the most points. It's the person whose value is the least replaceable. But once again, you, you feel me? It's the LeBron factor. He pulled up nigga half court in LeBron's face. <laughs> not once, but twice. <laughs> same spot. Yeah. Same game. Different year. I, I mean, you you if you look back at those finals, you don't not there's not one conversation about any shot that t- Steph took in those finals. No, and that's crazy because he averaged. Yeah, he was definitely right. Decent. But his but his points, like I said, they was quiet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, you, like anytime he, you're averaging thirty quiet points, you need to. There, uh, there's a reassessment. But, you're averaging yeah, thirty. Even if, not, even if they're not quiet. If you set the precedent, if you set your level, if you come into a season averaging 29 points a game, right. hitting this amount of three, doing this, doing that, and then you get to the playoffs and you do the exact same thing, okay, no. like you're kind of a victim of your own success. You're kind of a victim of your own success. What looked different in them finals? What did you see that was different in them finals that made it seem like he was MVP worthy? Because you will never be able to explain that to me more than, you know, explaining some numbers here or there. But looking at the game, what did you see that he did in that series in the finals that was so significantly different than what he was doing the entire year? Nothing. What did Kevin Durant do that was different? Just about every motherfucking thing. Just about everything he did was just elevated to a whole nother level. And you saw it. Man. MVP. You see, there you see, in, in this in this argument for Steph Curry, I've I've invited Kevin Durant in this argument, and I wasn't even trying to talk about Kevin. But I'm sorry. but, but I'm, you, I'm you, you are making it's logic. It's logic. Yeah, that's the logic. Is this not logical? Is this not logical? 
it, tell me if my logic is wrong. Explain no, to me no, how no. it's Because we're talking about what's already occurred. So we can look back at what's occurred easier than we can foresee what will occur. You know what I'm saying? We can look at what already occurred and hypothesize why it occurred. And I think the logic that I'm using is sound. This dude just elevated. No, and no, no. Because no. step is step. The level of elevation is just harder to see because the only thing you can do to elevate is take more motherfucking threes. Like that's the that's your like that's where you at. That's where you at. Steph Curry will never be known as an offense uh defensive juggernaut. He, he Bro, no shit. No, he just won't. So yeah, that, that, if Steph Curry is part of most teams' offense. They find ways to put him in the trick bag, you know, and he's often used as a crutch for the other team, for the other team. Because, mm. you know, they put him in the pick and roll, he lost. Like, okay, boom, somebody's going to be open. Completely. Completely lost. You know? Completely lost. And he's not the first, like, like, that's not the first. He's not the first dude like that. Isaiah Thomas was like that. I mean, they tried to do that shit to... Allen Iverson was like, you know what I mean? Like, you just try to catch him on the other end and utilize his size and weight against him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what you do. Like, that's the only thing you could do is try to, you know, make him work on both ends of the court. Like, that's all you could do. The only thing you could do with somebody like a Stephen Curry is try to make him responsible for shit on the other side. And as long as they got the Clay Thompsons and Wiggins and all these niggas that's, you know, strapping up and playing D and doing that, and we just hide you in the corner some fucking weird. This dude's going to shoot forever. <sighs> well, sincere, logic, you guys wrapped it up for me. I'm done with the, uh, <laughs> I'm done with the, the Stephen Curry rant. <laughs> Ball game. And, and, okay. yeah, and, 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 we, and we've okay. wrapped another episode. Um, so for sincere and for logic, I'm your host, Joey G. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over, and it's been everything. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate the listeners, man. Keep listening, man. We're making some moves. We're changing some things. We, you know, revitalizing and reviewing some of our processes, and 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 we're gonna get y'all lenses. Please, you know, keep riding with us. We're gonna keep riding for y'all, and we'll do this together. Thank y'all so much for listening.